This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Building the Dam podcast. Today we got John Seavers joining me, and we're going to break down the Oregon State-Hawaii game that's uh, happening late tomorrow night. So enjoy. It's a, it's a good one. Joining me now is John Seavers of Building the Dam. How are you doing, John? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good, doing good. There's college football tonight, and yeah, play late tomorrow night. So yes, very late <laughs> and very hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I think it's the latest game out there, right? Nine uh, p.m. Pacific. Yeah, I would be surprised if anyone's going later than that. Yeah, I save to say people on the East Coast are probably not watching this game. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be one or two dedicated Beaver fans out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple of alumni or something like that. Yeah. That uh, staying up till midnight just for the kickoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, before we jump into it, um, the game is on Facebook. Facebook Watch. And, yeah, yeah what are your thoughts of that? It's kind of causing a stir in Beaver Nation. It's very strange i've never used facebook watch for anything so this is going to be a new experience or facebook live i don't know yeah i yeah i don't know I, the only thing i remember is like during football season um the nfl would air like thursday night games on facebook as well as like on national television. oh yeah they did try that out and so if i was like out and about i would just open facebook and just have it live stream there but my plan for this game is just to bring, click on the link on my laptop and then hook up my laptop to the, my TV with HDMI cord so I can still watch it on my 55-inch TV. Um, but I don't know. I, I, for one, think it's not as big of a deal as people are making it. Um, and everybody gets to see it if you have internet connection. You don't even have to have a Facebook account, and you can watch this game if you want to. Yeah, that it is kind of convenient. I can see why, like older people or people who don't use social media too much, are a little upset because they have to jump through some hoops. They'd rather not. But yeah, I don't have a huge problem. I'm gonna probably try to see if there's a way to throw it up on our smart TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think part of it too is just that Facebook. Um, nobody really uses Facebook that often anymore. And yeah, it's kinda got a bad reputation. Yeah, I'm um, hardly on there, so I just log in and I just have like 40 notifications reminding me of friend anniversaries of people <laughs> I haven't spoken to in five years. Exactly. <laughs> so if the game was on like Twitter, Instagram, or like Hulu or something like that, people might not be as angry. I'd like to uh, watch the game on Snapchat just 10 seconds at a time and it deletes itself (laughs) immediately afterwards. Most Beaver games I would probably enjoy more if they were immediately deleted and I never had to watch them again. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Um, And so today we're going to talk mostly just about the Hawaii game tomorrow, kind of preview what to expect. 
Um, but first, I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on the Oklahoma State game. I haven't really talked to you about it yet. Yeah, when you know, kind of as expected. Like I put a like a final score prediction in that preview article, and it was just a bit off. Uh, I was really disappointed we didn't get uh, Jamar Jefferson going too much, but I think you know part of that's down to that you know they jumped out to such a big lead, so they had to rely on the passing game so much to try to stay in it. Yeah, I I felt the same way. I kind of we I was talking to Travis about that, and I felt like if this was a one score game they probably would have given Jamar Jefferson at least 30 carries or so. Yeah. Um, But because they kind of jumped off to that early lead in the second quarter, might as well keep them fresh for a long season ahead. Yeah, it's so hard to keep up with those Cowboy receivers. Tylen Rice, that's the the name, Yeah, Tylen Wallace, I think. Tylen Wallace, sorry. I keep saying Rice for some reason. I had to correct (laughs) myself in that article a few times. Yeah, Tylen Wallace may be the best receiver in the country. Yeah, he, yeah he looked deadly, and he didn't get that many catches, but when he did, he he was successful. Very successful, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame that, like, these first two games are against such, like, big, fast offenses, because I feel like we're just not learning too much about how the Beavers are going to do this season, if the defense has really made any improvement. Because I feel like even if – they have jumped up from like a bottom of the country defense into maybe sort of a lower middle tier. We're not going to see it against like teams that are regularly dropping 40 or 50 points. Yeah. I, that was kind of the unfortunate part about the first game is everything sort of went according to my expectations. So I feel like I didn't learn a lot about Mm -hmm. this team, what they're going to be like this year, if they're going to be more competitive impactful play or not. Um, but I think this game tomorrow, it's going to be a good test, even though Hawaii yeah. does have that high-flying offense. Yeah, um, they just had a receiver have a 200-yard game. So. Yeah, four touchdowns, was it? And yeah. 220-something yards? Yep. Yeah, that's insane. Um, and so, yeah, you're right in the game preview right now, actually, for building the dam. So what did you find out about Hawaii? What do we what do we need to look out for? Uh very similar to Oklahoma State, sort of. It's a team that's really built on this very quick, very big play-focused passing game. Um, yeah, you know, receiver had a, like a 220-yard game, four touchdowns. It's not uh, too different from what we saw last week. Uh, quarterback Cole McDonald had a big game, but the interesting thing I think we're going to have to focus on for this game is that what kept Arizona in that game, uh, even with Hawaii's offense scoring so much and so often, was that McDonald kept turning the ball over. Yeah. And we need to see if the Beavers are capable of creating turnovers because they weren't last season. So if they want to stay in this game, they're going to have to find a way to get into the backfield and get McDonald scrambling because that's where he made most of his mistakes. He ate a lot of sacks in 2018, and it seems like he was kind of frantic to avoid those this season. And that just, it got him on the wrong foot, and he turned the ball over so much that they put in another quarterback in the fourth quarter who kind of... Yeah, the, their backup 
What's I don't know how name? to say his name. Shevin Cordero. That's it. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. And so I'm actually just pulled up their box score of the Arizona Hawaii game in week zero. And mm-hmm. so they, Hawaii turned it over six times, yeah. four interceptions, four interceptions two, two losses. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the crazy thing is, Hawaii didn't punt the whole game. No, they punted one time. They yeah. had one punt for 39 yards in the whole game. So, and then they had one field goal the whole game. So basically, it was touchdown or bust. And yeah, they- it's it's a it's a fun team to watch. They're they're going to do something. It's not going to be if you watch the football game, the Packers Bears last night. It's not going to be that sort of game. Oh my God. Let's hope not. That was a terrible yeah. game. <laughs> it's a, like the last NFL game I watched was the Super Bowl, which was an awful, awful game. It yeah. kind of ignored the NFL for nine months or whatever and come back and <laughs> more of the same. That Packers Bears game. My gosh. <laughs> um, so I'm also looking at the box score. I watched this Arizona Hawaii game um, and I was surprised at how not great Arizona looked on offense. No, they really didn't. Like, Tate um, had an okay game. He put up kind of big numbers, but you know, two picks. Yeah. Yeah. It two picks. Looked, everything they, looked out of sync. Yeah, they had to, they punted five times. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know why they didn't rely on J.J. Taylor more. More, excuse me. He's one of the best running backs in the conference, and uh, I felt like Arizona, if they wanted to, they could kind of just get five yards a carry every time, um, and that would help keep their defense fresh and off the field. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they started to have more success later in the game when Khalil Tate was kind of scrambling around. He ended with 108 yards on the ground. Yeah. Um. So. Overall, what do you think are the biggest problem that Oregon State's had on defense is the inability to stop the run. I mean, they've had lots of problems. And I feel like Hawaii is not a team that's going to line yeah, up they and don't, try to run it a bunch. They don't really. Like, I think McDonald was their leading rusher last season or close to it. And most of those yards were, like, when a play would break down, he'd have to make work with his feet. It's just not a team. They don't like to run, and they don't set up the run very much. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it, it plays into, like, it's hard to say it plays into our strengths, but I guess I'd be more correct to say they don't really have the tools or the scheme to exploit the Beavers' weaknesses. Yeah. Wow, I was just looking at that, and Cole McDonald was actually their leading rusher. Yep. Or he's at least the leading – no, yeah, he was the leading rusher. 580 yards, and then Fred Hawley and uh, Dayton Ferruda, and then Miles Reed were right behind him. They're Um, all back on the team. Ferruda got a touchdown against Arizona, but they – it was very balanced – a rushing yeah. attack, if you want to call it that. Fruit had yeah, five that, carries, Reed had nine, Holly had four. Yeah, that's that's interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that Cole McDonald, I mean, he ran for over 500 yards, but he doesn't seem like a real fast quarterback. 
um, Spencer Sanders for Oklahoma State, he was very yeah. athletic and hard to contain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, McDonald, I feel like he's closer. It's a bad comparison, but I sort of think of Russell Wilson when I think of him. He's not like you don't give him the ball to run or to make plays with his feet, but he's capable of doing that when a play breaks down, yeah. finding an opening. Yeah, because I felt like Oregon State was getting good pressure on Oklahoma State, getting in the backfield. Um, but then Spencer Sanders with just his ways yeah, just... would escape pressure and go and get a first down, no problem. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, hoping the Beavers can contain Cole McDonald and kind of keep him in I, front of them. I'd hope so. This Hawaii offensive line has had a lot of issues. I think they gave up like close to the highest amount of sacks in the country last season. It was some like really low ranking. Let me see if I still have the uh, preview. So yeah, if we can, yeah, get in the backfield, just harass him. uh, You know, I'm hoping I want to see some turnovers from this team finally. And this game feels like we have an opportunity to finally make that happen. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if the Beavers don't force any turnovers or maybe just force one, it's going to be tough for them to beat Hawaii, I think. Yeah. I mean, even with six turnovers, Arizona couldn't pull it off. But Arizona felt weird that game. Maybe everyone – like, that game was in Arizona, wasn't it? I would say maybe the flight – It's in Hawaii, actually. Okay. Maybe everyone was just jet lag. Yeah. Did you hear – so – before the game, apparently teams are supposed to have like a, or mostly they have like a police escort going to the to and from the stadium. Um, and so Arizona's team showed up and their police escort mysteriously disappeared or was mm. called off or something. So they sat in Hawaii traffic for like an extra hour than they expected. Um, so they. That, no. Yeah, so the game was delayed and every or almost delayed, and I feel like Arizona was probably kind of mad about that. And yeah, I would home cooking going on. I would be too. If if Nick Rolovich has any connection with the uh, the Hawaii you know, or what, Honolulu Police Department, maybe uh, maybe they'll drop the Beavers in traffic for a few hours. <laughs> exactly. There's some, uh, there's some bad blood there. <laughs> yeah, and that's. Uh, a little bit. Of, I feel like I expected it to be talked about more going this whole week. Is the coaching staff kind of hate for each other between these two yeah. schools and the recruiting mishaps and all of that jazz? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Oregon State's linebacker Isaiah Tufaga just transferred to Hawaii, so I mean, maybe that helped mend some bridges. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, Rolovich just, you know, said he wished that uh, um, the NCAA would change a few rules so those transfers could get a few games in early. And that he was kind of yeah. thinking about, you know, Kubanga when he uh, said that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny. He might have some secret information. Yeah, I'm, yeah. let's hope he doesn't. Yeah. Um, so... It seems like so we know Trevin Bradford's going to be out for the Beavs, um, and Jalen Moore most yeah. likely is going to be able to play. Have you heard anything more about that? Uh, not really. I've 
been keeping an eye out, but it, everything's kind of seemed quiet this week. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would definitely help because we're going to need yeah, all we need... of the safeties and secondary players that we can. Yeah. Um, and I was reading, so Bill Conley, before he left for ESPN, he did do a team preview on Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to go through it because Hawaii, they usually exceed or don't exceed their expectations. So if yeah. they're supposed to be bad, they actually end up having a pretty good year. And if they're supposed to be good, they have like a down year, which is really wild. Yeah, they're, um, they're an interesting squad. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like expectations for the team are like kind of good, I guess. Like yeah. I don't think anyone really sees them as like taking the mountain last. But right. I don't know, after their success last season. Yeah, and it's not like they have a lot of guys back. Like almost yeah. most of their production. And most of the defense is returning as well. Mm-hmm. They've lost very few players. Just a couple here and there. It was a really young defense last season, and they had you know some issues. Uh, they gave up a ton of big plays. Like they would get like a few like fifty yard passes or runs every game. Oh yeah, I yeah I was reading that, and so mm-hmm. they like to kind of bring a lot of pressure on defense. Yeah, but um, when they they couldn't turn yeah. that into a hurry or sack, they just. They just got buried. Play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting. Their their defense is more experienced. And, I mean, they, they did a decent job against Hawaii or against Arizona just mm-hmm. enough to get the win. Um, but I, it's definitely going to be a shootout again. I think Hawaii's defense was ranked like 117th last yeah. year. And Oregon State's was 129th last mm-hmm. season. So – Two good offenses and two bad defenses. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking I was looking at uh, the over under for this game. A lot of people like the highest I saw it was seventy nine, and I thought you know I I think I'd take that over. Yeah, I think you could get it anywhere below a hundred, and I would still take the over. I yeah. think both teams are getting fifty. I could definitely see both teams getting pushed. I think both teams break 40 easy in this game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, what's your call on when this game's going to end, before or after 1 a.m. Pacific time? I'm going to say after. <laughs> Me too. I'm just going to let – I feel I'm going to say after, and I think we get, like, something weird – holding us up like there's gonna be a weather delay at some point or something yeah tropical maybe another... storms gonna move in <laughs> yeah weather lightning maybe yeah. another elevator mishap yes <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be tired yeah um, but it should be fun i'm looking forward to it um let's get your prediction how do you see it playing out besides oh. being high scoring uh, in the article and in our picking this week, I had Hawaii. Ooh. I don't know. I really, I really want to take Oregon State just because I think how they might finally pull off some of those big plays. I'll, I'll be consistent and I'll stick with Hawaii just so I'm not contradicting myself on the internet, which is a terrible <laughs> crime. I'll say like, let's do fifty-four fifty. 
Nice. Um, well, I, I think hope, it's going to be a real close one. Yeah, I agree with you. I hope it's not Hawaii getting the edge. Um, I mean, Vegas, I would very much like to see uh, their coach get extremely angry. Oh yeah, he looks like a pretty scary dude on the sidelines. Um, yeah, but I mean, hey, he responded to the building the damn Twitter account, and he doesn't seem that angry online. Yeah, that if you respond to our Twitter account, you are officially a friend of the site. So. <laughs> friend of the site, yeah. Nick Rolovich. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. So Vegas has Oregon State, I think six and a half point underdogs. Okay. Last I saw, um, Hawaii is definitely the favorite playing at home, coming off a big win, and we haven't talked about this, but they've had a bye week. They have um, had a bye. I keep saying like last week or week one with Hawaii, but that's not true. It's like a it's a week zero game. They've right. had time to rest and plan. And uh, so we'll see how it goes. But I just something tells me that this is going to be a close game, and I think the Beavers are going to be able to pull it out. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm I'm feeling optimistic, which usually I take the pessimistic approach. Um, to to not get my expectations shattered, yeah, but I, I just I think the defense is better than a year ago, even though they didn't really show it in week one. Yeah, it's hard to show it against you know that Oklahoma State team, but yeah, yeah. I want to see so, some marks of improvement. That's what I want to see in this game. I want to see some turnovers. I want to see McDonald just running everywhere in the backfield with you know Beavers pounding on him. Yeah, I agree. And I would not mind if they just give Jamar Jefferson the ball upwards of 25 carries because I don't think Hawaii is going to be able to stop that, and that's going to keep Hawaii's offense off the field. That would be nice, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. And we got to watch it on Facebook for free. So Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, what else was I going to ask you about this Hawaii team? look into their D-line, how they look, like their front seven. I know uh, Oklahoma State was pretty inexperienced. A bit. I kind of touched on it. Um, their nose tackle was the player I saw people sort of talking about. It was kind of like the best player on their line. His name's Blessman Teala. Okay. It seems good about, you know, making space for linebackers, you know, what a, what a nose tackle does. But, yeah, yeah. they seem to run nickel – most of the time is kind of like their set formation. Yeah. And then have like three D linemen, then a stand up lineman and a pair of linebackers. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was a lot of, it's the same unit pretty much as last season. They had a lot of freshmen and sophomores. So, you know, I guess Hawaii's kind of hoping that some of their struggles last season were down to just inexperience. And then with another year in the scheme, they have that kind of ironed out, but we'll see. They didn't look you know, like they were capable of stopping the run. Not that Arizona hit the run game very hard. You know, Tate had a big game. Well, Tate had a fine game, I guess, running. Yeah. Grabbed 100 yards. Who's the other guy I talked about on the line? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they have a young defense, but they should be improving. Uh, yeah. if, the, if the Beavers could just run it through the left side of the line with Gus Lavaca. And yeah, Randell, just do that all game. Keep running to the left. Yeah, that's what I think I called that out. That's essentially what I want to see. I just like it. Feel, really feels like 
the matchup between the D line and the offensive line is where the Beavers have the biggest mismatch that they can take advantage of. Like yeah. this is a young line that is capable of giving up some really big plays. So if you know Lavaca and Brandell are two of the best players on our team, if they can create opportunities for Jefferson, it's going to be such a great game to watch. Yeah, and I'll I'll tell say this: it's probably going to be the best matchup that the Beavers have as far as at the line of scrimmage yeah. all year outside of the Cal Poly game. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, if they're not able to be competitive or dominate at the line of scrimmage it could be kind of a long season yeah um and i one thing of course we should talk a little bit more about we mentioned but their uh star receiver cedric bird i think is how you say it yeah um he went 14 catches 224 yards and four touchdowns yeah who's gonna get the assignment on him and how can the beaters stop him i don't know it it is is Chalen Moore going to be able to play? I think that's part of the question. Would they give it to Moore if he's healthy just because he's probably our best player in the secondary? I don't know if that's how they want to line that up. Yeah. Um, it seemed like last week against Tylen Wallace, um, far too often it was JoJo Forrest matched up with him, the true freshman corner. And then with some help, uh, safety help, like Omar Hicks on you. But that did not work. And I was like, wow, what a tough matchup as a true freshman. Here, go guard one of the best receivers in the nation. And now he might might get the same task in week two. Yeah, uh, Bird has more yardage than anyone in the country right now. After one game, but still, he's probably, there's a good chance he doesn't lose that position after playing Oregon State. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure he's going to put up at least a half a dozen catches and who knows how many yards. Yeah, uh, yeah and one thing I was reading is that Isaiah Dunn, he's kind of the consensus number one corner uh, for the Beavers, but he was a little bit limited last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully he's 100%. Yeah, he's healthier, yeah. Hopefully Jalen Moore is 100%. Hopefully David Morris yeah. is 100%. And... Um, Sean Wilson, he had a nice game, like I think twelve tackles against Oklahoma State. So, yeah, I hope the Beavers figure it out as far yeah. as their secondary and how they're going to defend this run and shoot spread offense. Mm-hmm. So, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, a little over twenty four hours away. Yeah, um, and kind of just big picture. Um, what did you think about the first game? Did it change any of your expectations for the season? Uh, not really. I guess I, you know, I said before, it's what happened was essentially what I expected to happen. Like if the defense had like pulled off some big plays, I was like, all right, this is going to be a good season, but that didn't really happen. So I don't know. I still think they're improved. I think it's going to be better than last year. I just, I, I didn't see any evidence that there's going to be a big improvement, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. And I, this game is huge tomorrow. I don't think I could yeah. overstate the importance of it because if the Beavers pull off this win, a little bit of an upset, but I think most people think it's going to be a close game. Then they it's can a... get this and get the Cal Poly game, and then they'll be 
up above 500. 500. That would be so nice. <laughs> and then so they'll long. have a, a bye week before they host Stanford. So yeah. And uh, and Stanford's quarterback is out with a concussion. I'm sure he'll yeah. be back for the Oregon State game, but anything can happen. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward be, to it. Could be a a huge turning point for this team. Yeah, and I know we were talking about this earlier, but Oklahoma State's offense was pretty explosive. Um, but these next six games on. Uh, Oregon State schedule. You got Hawaii, big offense, but then Cal Poly, Stanford, UCLA, Utah, Cal. None of those teams are really, yeah, really light up the scoreboard. I feel like. Yeah, it'll be nice seeing that points per game number just kind of slowly inch down. So I don't think you know Utah or Cal are going to be dropping fifty points on us. Yeah. Um, and then the game after is Arizona. So the next seven games yeah. are going to be really good to see where this offense is at and see if they can't, I mean, the defense is at, see yeah. if they can't show some improvement. And then mm-hmm. the last four games are pretty brutal for Oregon yeah. State. But all those Pac 12 North teams. Yeah. <laughs> Washington, but, Washington State, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, but we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But for a couple months. Future problem. <laughs> but, well awesome thanks for joining me john and uh yeah, thanks for having we'll me get together soon yes i would like about... to talk about some uh women's basketball that's coming yeah. up we just had a non-conference schedule release yeah do you know when the like first game starts when the preseason starts getting going well, may, I imagine uh, it's october yeah i think october. it's late october there's a tournament i think the wnit is the first tournament they have oh wow what do you know about that? I don't know anything off the uh, top of my head. I don't really have a, a ton off the top of my head. It looks like UC Irvine is the team they play first, November 9th. Nice. Uh, yeah, I don't really know a ton about this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for... Leo and I are going to look into it and put together an article. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds good. I know I'm excited for women's basketball. Yeah, season. I think it's going to be a great season. Though we should uh, talk about preseason rankings. They just got ranked sixth. Yeah, was that ESPN that had them at six? I think it was ESPN. Nice, yeah. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Um, I mean, third in the Pac-12, though. (laughs) Overall, it's going to be – it's a tough conference, but one of the reasons tough is that, you know, we're in it. Yeah, exactly. I I don't remember who tweeted this, but somebody said the Pac-12 is the SEC for women's basketball. Yeah. And as is SEC for football, basically. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you have a good rest of your day, and you enjoy the game Saturday. You too. That's gonna Thanks. be a good one. Thank you.